We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. to Bad Life Titans. I'm Matt with me is Anthony and Tom and we are three gents who have made bad life choices and end up Titans fans. Episode 20. Gentlemen, we're back. We are. We are. We're back more back than Kevin Proctor anyway. No, trust boys. We all have a nice, we'll have a nice little break. Obviously, um, Anthony, you had a bit of a um, Somber one, but we all had it. We all refreshed and recharged. Yeah, ready for the run yep. home. Yep, definitely glad to be back into it. And um, yeah, like, like I said, unfortunate sort of um, personal reasons for for all of us over the last few weeks to sort of miss the recordings. But no, happy happy to be back, and just hope I remember how to do it. <laughs> I know you um, I nearly forgot the fucking intro. <laughs> yeah. like, as soon as you hit record, I'm like, I, I was like, shit. <laughs> what do I say again? <laughs> oh, yeah, it just took over, mate. It just took over inside. Yeah. You. No, it's professional, mate. It's just professionalism. That's it. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. That's you know, it's, it comes with it comes with the tag of being you know the greatest Titans podcast of all time. So, oh, that's right. That's it. Yeah, we just do it like breathing. Uh, yeah, so um, I guess sorry, I just had to turn something off. Um, I guess we'll just go straight into the the news. A little bit, there's a little bit to talk about. And I don't know if anyone's been made aware of what's been going on the last few days, but uh, Kevin Proctor has got himself released from all commitments from the club. Um, in the most bizarre way possible and the most stupidest and <laughs> like just the most Titans way you could ever do it. Kevin Proctor's filled himself having a vape, <clears throat> put it on his public story. It was obviously supposed to be his private story. At halftime in, in, at, at the footy stadium in a no smoking area and um, thought it was a good idea in Titans uniform just to, to post on social media. Titans uh, saw the opportunity and give him the flick. Um, <laughs> I'm still in shock that it's actually happened. Like, I just can't believe it. He, the guy got fined for being filmed snorting cocaine. <laughs> we fire him for having a vape. <laughs> Fucking classic. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely don't think he gets the punt if um if we're you know he's a he's a solid player and we're in in the sort of top eight fight he probably doesn't get the sack but I think uh, no. which I, which I fully agree to back the club here I think um take advantage of that and um give him the flick a little bit early but I hope we get whatever money 
sort of in our cap, but by the sounds of it, I don't know if you boys know more, but by the sounds of it, it maybe we won't sort of get the money back. It's just sort of like stamped nah. down basically. Yeah, by the by the sounds of it, for I think it was Battle um, Badel, whatever you say, however you pronounce his name. Um, he said he reported that we put him on gardening leave, which is essentially just stood down with pay. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. That 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 could be until a further investigation and 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 whatever, and it goes through. But yeah, uh, that that that's pretty much Kevin done. That tired and to made his off contract, and you know he's offered pretty much nothing all year. So you know, just just don't worry about him. And um, how will we replace I, the twenty meters a, a game though? Oh, That's it's going to be a hard one. <laughs> it, it, it'll be so hard, but I'm sure I'm sure there's a kid coming through that can replicate that. Boys, I'm just a little bit concerned. Um, in the last couple of weeks, we've taken a bit of a hit. Um, obviously, Jim Dimmick and Kevin Proctor now gone. Is the club on its knees? Is it too early to say that we've lost? Possibly- I think it's time to bring out the old hashtag Fold Coast. I think it might. <laughs> two monumental losses, I think I've heard the word on the street is. Disarray. I mean, the news of Proctor has travelled the world. Um I've been shared a link. Uh, it's been it's made the the the, um, the popular newspaper in Switzerland um, called Norch N A U dot C H, and I'll do my best to, to to read the article for you. So um, just um, excuse my uh, German. Um, it's a little bit a little bit rough. It's been a while. Uh, <clears throat> uh, bizarre Roswell in Australians. Russia Rugby Liga and Spiler the Gold Coast Titans rock in the post the cigarette a fume stick underwood and tassel and uh, they go on to say <laughs> they see Karen East in Rocket Fagenen rugby star Kevin Proctor positive in the Habsitzin special and video sitch wearing a cigarette rock Cousin Dark lost the Filchman Wieder Dosh is shown the spot in the Southern Maiden Maka Eiffel Hans Sauce Diff Rund. So, I mean, it's pretty clear uh, what they're saying. <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't sort of bring you to tears, I was, I was sort of um, inconsolable for a lot of that that you were reading. Uh, <laughs> kind of makes me want to burn a book. <laughs> Obviously, one of the most trusted news sites around the world for them to yeah, Norch, Norch. Yeah, that's where you get all your rugby league news. Um, for them to speak uh, in that manner, uh, quite quite passionate. Obviously, <laughs> I have to give you credit though. Like that, that's just straight off the bat, just like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Right, that's um, very fluent. Yeah, I'm, I'm bilingually illiterate. Yeah. And any read and write in three different languages. Any viewers from Switzerland, any Bad Life Titans fans from Switzerland, reach out if we've uh, if Matt's made an error with any of the pronunciation there. I'm sure there's many of you listening. So, it'll it'll just be phonetic, like it'll just be um, um, like the the accent, really. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I can't can't really <laughs> tell you on much besides that. No, nah, it's. Uh... 
<laughs> but honestly, it's it's the most strangest like way to get sacked. I think since I mean it wasn't so much strange as bloody annoying, but like James Roberts getting his signature forged. Oh, like yeah. Look, that, I, I think this is on par with um, Todd Carney pissing in his own mouth. Like just dumb <laughs> fucking social media posts. Like yeah. Oh what? man. Yeah, it's just like, and it's just so Titans, like, man, and like what what it does too, like it just, I I was saying saying to, I can't, it might have been Nat Sinclair on on Twitter, I, we're in a historically bad middle of an historically bad season. He's in the middle of an historically bad season himself. We're halftime losing to the Wooden Spooners, and like. It just shows the lack of respect for the club, like lack of respect for, for the league. Just absolute fucking brain dead moron. Like, just what do you like? This is supposed to be like he's the most senior guy in the club, and this is the sort of shit. It's fucking infuriating. Glad he's gone. I just, yeah. Yeah. They, they... <laughs> You have all these people saying, um, you know, oh, it's ridiculous, but he got sacked and, you know, oh, he just vapes and all that. Like, I, I said it a couple of days ago, I don't give a damn what he does in his spare time. If he vapes, he vapes. But like you said, Matty, you're at a game that has an spoken stadium. Shit season. You're meant to be a leader. You're meant to be a... You know, there's experienced game-winning 250, I think 250 game veteran. And here you are at halftime vaping. And instead of talk to the young kids in the side and trying to pep them up, you know, oh, bro, it just, it fucks, fucking pisses me off saying that. And not, not, just, not just the action of vaping, like to post it on social media. Like, yeah, that's it. Like... And- what the fuck are you doing, dickhead? Like, Jesus Christ, man. Bro, it's so bad. Just, I, I'm glad the Titans took initiative and have let him go early. Yeah. Um, I hope doing this sort of starts to turn the attitude around a bit. Like, hey, look, you know, he did this. You know, wake up to yourselves. I mean, that's asking a lot of the Titans, but, you know, we can dream that, yeah. you know, that'll be the case that, you know, something might start changing up there. But, bro, it just... We, we really should one day sit down and do our top five worst signings of all time because we've had a few of them. Oh, I'll put a post. Out of, out of, like, you could name the top ten worst contracts of all time in the NRL... Like the Titans would hold at least five, and, oh, and yeah. that's being, and that's being like conservative. I could probably name five off the bat. Yeah, like you've got what? Are we, hang on, we got Dave Taylor, Dan Boyd, um, um, Jared Hayne, Dan Sargentson, Sarge. How about you? How bad? Like how big a contract is he? Is he like? Is he like? I think, oh, I think it was, was 400. 
Yeah. yeah. You, you can wear that. That's that's a that's just a bust. Like I won't, I won't. But like even fucking like Will Zillman for a million years was probably <laughs> not the right plan. Um, uh, you know Proctor. Oh yeah, we did. We did Jared Hayne, Proctor, um, Bryce Cartwright, Cartwright. I mean, Peachy uh, had Peachy. his moments, but yeah, Peachy. Oh, it's just Ash Taylor. Yeah, sadly, Garth Brennan and, and... <laughs> yeah, Brennan, <laughs> Brennan, um, and Dave Taylor of uh, Dave um, Fafita. Like you know this. You know, I'm saying this crack is not working at the moment. Like he's, you know, he's played bugger all this year. He's, we've got, you know, it's, you, you could almost make a top ten worst of all time just out of the Titans. Easy. Yeah, that is. Oh man, I just so something is just not right. I don't know what it is, and um. I can't remember where I saw it, but someone made a really good point that ever since Cherry Evans backflip, we've always been trying to look for a signing like that. So yeah. that's I feel like that's why we've always paid overs for guys because we don't want that to happen again. And, I mean, since 2015, like we said, you've had Hayne, Shannon Boyd, Cartwright, Peachy, obviously Ash, um, you know, David. As my, he's the best out of a lot of them, but his contract again is ridiculous. Like we just, we just, I feel like just insecure about players rejecting us unless we offer them stupid money for contracts. And uh, I don't know, I don't know. Something has to change up there that badly. It, it just, it just doesn't make sense. And like you said, you look for a reason, but. And that you know the reason often thrown up is you know by other fans is you know because the Gold Coast is a is a party or like a laid back retirement sort of place like that's the excuse it's thrown up but that that just doesn't doesn't roll with me I'm like at the end of the day we can still have a serious footy side it doesn't matter where it is like it's not the Gold Coast that's to blame I don't think nah but yeah it's yeah, what what it is? Like, will we ever know? I, I don't know, but hopefully one day we can turn the tide. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it, it makes it just makes you wonder. Like, I mean, you, you look at all the Gold Coast clubs, not not just in NRL, but you know, in the A League, they had Gold Coast United. They couldn't get working, and then obviously they folded. Um, the Gold Coast Suns have never made a finals appearance, and it's. Well, I don't know what year they're in now, maybe 10th. Like, you know, and, and again, we look at previous Gold Coast franchises that could never get the ground running. Like, did, did the Gold Coast get cursed like to, like 300 years ago or, or something? Like, just not to be successful. I don't get it. Like, it's just. It's, it's mind boggling. Hey, like, it's. It, I often used to laugh at it, but now I, I honestly wonder, like, what is it with the Gold Coast? As you said, like, it's not even just rugby league. It's it's across every sport that's ever tried there. Like, it just... Well, that, the, the most successful sporting franchise on the Gold Coast of all time is it doesn't even exist anymore. It's the... Um, 
they, they were, there's a few different incarnations of them. It was the baseball, when the, the old Australian Baseball League, the, goal, the, goal, the daycare Dolphins or the Gold Coast Dolphins, they won like six titles or five titles. Um, then they played out of Palm Meadows for a while. Like this is going back when I was like 10, 12 years old. We used to go watch them. They'd play, like, you know, there was an eight-team comp. And they won. They, they won a lot. They had a lot of good players. And they, they were very, very successful until the league got blown up and it got turned into a, a state a state shield again. And Brisbane are the only team. But they, there was a very successful sporting organisation on the coast. It can happen. Like, it can happen. But the reason why they were so good was because they had 90% homegrown Gold Coast stars with a few ring-ins, like a couple of Americans and a couple of, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's, the, that's the blueprint. You just get homegrown guys that, that want to, that love the place, know how to live here with not, with not, without bloody doing your ass. And yeah, yeah, and play footy. Well, I mean, when you, when you look at the squad, like it's not any surprise, guys that are doing the best are from the region. Yeah. You know, I mean, AJ, Jojo, Sami, Ke- oh, Kelly's had a bit of a shit year, but still, you know, he's one of the best, better players we have in the squad. You know, yeah, Toby, Mo, like the list goes on, but like a- any guys that, yeah, again, we have that, from the region tend to do really well, but then we always want to go for the guy that's down in Sydney or you know, try and like with Dave and try and lure the big guy from Brisbane. You know, I just, uh, bro, it's just it's tiring, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to bring it up too, and I, I think I've lost it. Um, another bit of news since the last time we've, we've um we've recorded is uh, the club of final let go of Jim Dimmick. Um, where are we? I can't find it, but yeah. Uh, they, so they let go of Clint Hoare and Jim Dimmick um, in, a, in a bit of a coaching shakeup, um, effective immediately. And um, yeah. Thank oh, God. No, it's cool. is, is Jim Dimmick <laughs> yeah. still there, mate? Uh, he's still like, working. No. No, I think he was. I think he was let go immediately. I might be wrong, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I think we were all calling for that for a very long time. So, um, yeah, obviously something needed to change, and uh, you know, it, I, I was wondering for a bit whether it was the the old board supports the coach, but it, it does genuine genuinely seem like Holbrook will at least gets his start next season as the coach so um yeah i think it makes sense just just blow up the joint coaching wise and give give holbrook you know some new assistance and if that doesn't work by you know round eight round I 10 think, this year i think if they, if we can get a decent defensive coach and the addition of kieran foreign uh like that's the, the club have come out and said, look, yeah, we fucked up. We haven't given you a decent spine. Um, we're going to give you another chance next year. Um, so the pressure's on. If, no, no doubt if, if, if we're, you know, two and eight after round 10, there, there's, the knife will be getting sharpened. Yeah, I think it'll be firmly in the back by then, you'd think. So yeah. 
Um, yeah, you're spot on. The, 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 we just we need a really strong defensive coach because, you know, that, that's just one of our major problems. And we say it every game review, like the other teams just making, you know, 80, 90 metres a set getting a kick right on our line, getting a repeat set, or we're having to work it out like five metres out from our line. Like Every team, every as soon team. as they get the ball, they're, they're on the halfway line by tackle three. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether it's Dogs, Broncos, Storm, whoever, like you said, every team, it's, it's ridiculous. And I, I don't exactly know why that's the case. Hopefully it's just the coaching. and Because um, if we sort that out, that'll give us, you know, more energy, more time with the ball. And that, you know, that, that sparky attack that we saw earlier in the year, that can come back because at the moment, I think just no field position and just exhausted from defending, you know, like we've just got no time with the ball and that's... Yeah, we're just fatigued. Yeah, exactly. It's just given us absolutely no time or, or quality possession with the footy. So, yeah, if we get defensive coach, I, I don't know how many fantastic ones there are out there, but I hope hope they're looking long and hard for that because uh, I think that on its own would make a world of difference. Um, it's, it's our de- desperate need at the moment. So fingers crossed we can, yeah, pick a, pick a really strong defensive coach up from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's not really news, but it's something I wanted to touch on. Um, after um, was it was it the Broncos round? I think when um, Aaron Clark played played in the middle again, um, and and Aaron Booth made his debut, and uh, and Sean and 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 Justin's come out now. Mind you, this is like round what twenty? Well, uh, what round are we in? Uh, uh, this is round twenty, so it would have been round eighteen. Yeah, so around 18, Holbrook's come out and said, you know, Aaron Clark's not really a, a hooker. Um, he's more of a middle, and that's where he, that's his preferred position. And we just thought we, did, we we should just run out with an actual hooker. Mate, what the fuck? <laughs> like, every man and his fucking dog has been fucking screaming for it for the last fucking five months. And... and- 20 weeks for him to get the starting spot. 20 weeks. He's only just starting this week. I'm speechless. I still don't... I I genuinely don't think it's any coincidence the week Dimmick went that these sort of changes happened. I, I, I swear that you know, it's just it's just something there for me. That yeah. the week Demick left, that Aaron Nate goes to the lock. Yeah, like, you, you can't convince me otherwise. There was something there, and yeah, but I know. mean, when it comes down to it, mate, Holbrook's the man. Like he's the guy. Oh, yeah, writes the names on the board. Oh yeah, don't get wrong, but you know, sport sport can turn into politics. You have certain people in there that have too big of a voice and. What not like yeah yeah it's uh, I, don't know. Yeah. I, I definitely I, hope, 
I definitely hope you're right. Although Patrick Herbert being named on the wing still this week doesn't doesn't oh, with hope. Yeah, that's true. That makes no sense at all. Like he's been <laughs> dog shit in the centres. Yeah. Now you got to put him on the wing, and you've got a perfectly good meter eating winger in Marju and try scorer. It just and, yeah. and you know we're playing against a big a big Canberra side. We're going to need someone like fucking. Marju, but yeah. Anyway, ah, uh, it's just depressing. It is, really is. Uh, just, just real, real quickly. Um, with the NRLW, uh, Brittany Brailinardi, she's been confirmed as the captain again for this year. Um, I don't think there was any any really surprise there, but um, nah, it's good, good to have her back, and hopefully this year we can go. One step further and make the grand final. Yeah. Fingers crossed. That'd be that'd be a really nice way, especially with how the yeah, how the men's men's side's been going. It would uh yeah, definitely be fantastic, that's for sure. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. Okay, under the review, we'll just briefly touch on the Broncos one. Uh, on the 16th of July, two weeks ago, the Broncos beat the Gold Coast Titans 16 points to 12 up there at Seabus. Of 19,000, that's a good crowd. Um, tries to the boy, Jolliffe, uh, Sexton, two from two. Um, Broncos, Hoda, Pereira, Reynolds, and Reynolds, two from three. I thought the Titans played all right. The Broncos played all right. The Broncos got a lot of fucking calls. There was a period at the end there where the Titans had to kick the ball on, on the attacking set, and uh, Broncos knocked it on. We caught the ball and then they just said, play on, six tackle, handover. That's pretty much the game. Yeah. You guys got anything else you want to say to that? Um, no, just AJ, unbelievable. Uh, Jojo had probably one of the best best Titans debuts in recent memory. Um, was, was riding him home with that last sort of, uh, getting out of the end goal and, and threatening to go the whole way. It was um, that, that sort of stuff in your first games, um, absolutely mental. So it, it broke like three tackles in goal too to get out. Yeah, yeah, it was three tackles and then just the, the bit of pace to get past as well. But uh, I was hoping he had the legs, but I can't, can't blame him. First first game on debut, he, uh, he would have been sort of sucking in the big ones already. So... Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, other than that, I thought Mo was really good and Tino was as good as always and um, probably um, Bowie for more had probably probably a night to forget. He's had a couple of those the last few weeks, so hopefully he can... Yeah, he's, had a, he's had a rough stretch. Pretty much since he got called into fucking origin camp, he's been dog shit. Yeah, I don't know what, what they've sort of uh, sucked out of him in the Queensland camp, but... It's... Yeah, what are you Queenslanders doing to him? Boys, what are you doing to him? <laughs> well, I don't know. 
They just, they just, they, they just, they, they took all his blood and they, uh, they gave it around. They passed it around. It was the sacrificial lamb, and look what happened. They won. That's, what happened. <laughs> That's it. He, man, he, 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 he gave his blood for Queensland. Yep. That's just how we do oh. it, mate. State of origins, everything. You, the law. You just don't get it, mate. You, you, you guys just don't get it. Yeah, you don't have the same passion, <laughs> Tommy. All right. It's, oh right. I, the jersey doesn't matter. Right. Man. Right, I see it now. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't get it. That's the issue, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, don't know if you boys have anything to add, but uh, Aaron um, Booth was was pretty good as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. It good. It's good to it's good to have a, a hooker that can kick. Yes, yes. yes. He loves a little short yes. kick. Yeah, um, um, I really enjoyed. Really yeah, enjoyed, um, yeah. Just, just the difference. Of the, yeah, just wish they had done it earlier, man. Just so they could have gelled. Yeah, that's it. And I, of course, I've got to give Eric Clark a bit of a shout out. First game oh, in the lock, and he yep. has twelve runs for one hundred and fifty-seven meters. Like, yeah, we're we're fan out thirteen. Like, we're we're fan. Um, yeah. So I'm really pleased for the guy, and you know. You know what you're gonna get for him at lockdown. It's you know that tough defensive dude that won't you know take weak carries like he'll just get in and do what he needs to do. And yeah, they just look so much better with Tino, Tino and Mal at, fr- at the front too. Like, yeah, it just it just looks I don't know, it just looks like a better team instead of having trot out Isaac Liu. Yeah, who would have thought? Aaron Clark was a lock and Tino was a prop. Uh, if only we called it about four months ago on about episode five of the podcast, it, yeah. it probably would have helped. So. <laughs> Jeez Louise, like, he's definitely yeah, like... To be honest, I blame Trent. Because Trent's been in Holbrook's year and he just hasn't got the message across. It's all Trent's fault. Yeah, well, Trent Barrett might be the next coach of the Titans. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> he might might do well here, the pretty boy on the Gold Coast. So, yeah, but no, it's um, yeah, well, I suppose that's a good lead into the to the Dogs game, buddy. Yeah, um, so, yeah. playing out of their skin under a new coach. Yeah, it does just on that the Titans on Sunday. We're beaten by the Wooden Spoon Canterbury Bulldogs, 36 points to 26 down there at Combank Stadium. Um, uh, 36 points to the Doggies at O'Carr with a Hattie, as all good wingers do. Jerry Marshall King, uh, Birdo with a double. Um, Birdo with five from six and a penalty. And the Titan, uh, Titans, 26 points. Sexton, Fafita, Sami, Herbert, and Jojo Fafita with his first try, and Toes with three for five. Um, I don't know, man. What do you think? Season's done. It's just fucking just whatever, man. Yeah. What do you say? This was the game. This was the game to get you out of the funk. And they just, to be honest, I'm not going to lie. The Titans had the ball. Uh, what happened? Was it a, a sh- they, 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 the, the, they defended a set, collected the kick. Um, something happened. Oh, they got a penalty for a high shot or something like that or offside. Bulldogs challenged the offside. 
and take it back to a fucking a, a, an escort. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they've had the ball for fucking 20 minutes. Yeah, I found that, that was one. It. Weird. Like... It was just... And there was nothing in it. There was so no. many... There was... And, and like... Adok Carr was offside by about eight meters when in, in that first intercept try or the second one, the, the intercept try. And yeah, there's just so much bullshit, man. Like, I don't know. And like we, we're gonna, you know, the the refereeing this weekend was absolutely atrocious. And I, I don't know, I'm not, I'm I'm just yelling at clouds and, and the tigers have a legitimate case to 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 cry about. But mate, there's some fucking questionable calls to say the least in this game. So, Do you think yeah. we take it to court? Do you think we try and overturn the overall the decision? Look, I don't. I think we yeah, just let the going thing. I think we just wait to see how the Tigers go, and then we'll run it back. Yeah, we should. Maybe we can backdate for past seasons. We can sort of cash in. Oh, like the Broncos um, final game, finals game in two thousand sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we yes. Get half half the premiership trophy or something. We could have gone all the way. So let's. We were definitely up. going all the way that year. Yeah. <laughs> Connie Harrell lead us into the promised land, but Harrell and Hayne, mate. Oh, oh. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. But but yeah, look, I don't, know, I don't know. Like Fafita, Jojo, Jojo Fafita looked really good. Yeah. Um, Dave Fafita scored a try. Toby looked like his kicking game was all right. I just Anna Boyd is not a five eighth. He's not a halfback. He just he's a he's a backup number nine. He's a bench player. Get him out of the back line, please, for the love of God. Yes, please. Just just put him in the bench. Put fucking AJ back at number one at the fullback, and then bring fucking AJ back at six. If you have to have Tanner Boyd in there, put him on the bench and let him cover Aaron Booth for 20 minutes. Yeah, it just reeks of, like, our season's over. Let's just throw t- whoever the hell we have left. Let's just throw him in at 5-8. Paul Turner didn't work, so eh, let's give Tanner Boyd a go. It's- yeah, but that's not our best team, though. Like the best no, I team- agree. I agree. It's... As you said, AJ back to six, JC back to fullback. Let's just ride it out for the last six weeks. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a tough one. AJ is a great fullback, but I, I still like him at six. And yeah. JC yeah. being back, throw him at one. Like, I just feel like that's best. AJ might be a great fullback, but... He's our best six that we have on the board. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, he, he may be our best fullback, but he's also our best five eight. Yeah, and we have another another good yeah. fullback ready to come in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. As I said, it just reeks of like let's you know our seasons over. Let's just throw whoever, which is just it's just not the right right way to go about it. So, um, yeah, he's he's just doing nothing for me at the moment. Um, yeah, which is putting really even more pressure on Toby uh, to try and come up with something when you when you're sort of in the halves with with someone who lacks a bit of creativity and 
everything like that. So, um, but yeah, just it, it, it pissed me off. Like just this week, like obviously Tino getting booed and, you know, sort of the dogs forwards looking to stand up to him. And he, he just went it alone the whole game. Like where the fuck yeah. were the other forwards to back him up? Yeah. And, you know, give, give Pangai a bash and or like Waddell after the eye gouge, just how about, you know, give him a little bit of something in the tackle. Like no, none of our other forwards did anything to try and, you know, back up the skipper. So that's what sort of annoyed me. And we've said it all year, like just the, the lack of heart and effort from some of our forwards in some games this year, like, you go back last game and Mo, as we said, Mo was a weapon and Aaron Clark, who was good this week again, but like both for more, Isaac Liu, Jolive, like they played well last week, but then this week, yeah, they just completely fall off the rails. And as I said, it was a perfect opportunity, I thought, to to back Tino and shut the crowd up. But yeah, they just yeah. completely dropped the ball on that. Yeah, yeah, forwards have been very, very soft. And that's sort of indicative of this entire season. It's just the, the lack of lack of um, starch or like lack of minerals up front, you know. It's just, yeah, it's pretty uh, pedestrian, some of this forward. Some of, like just going through the metres too, like it's, uh, it's, not, it's not great. Like Tino with 180, Aaron with 140, and that's pretty much it. Oh, Bowie got 100, and Dave Feeder only got 90. Yeah, yeah it's pretty average. Yeah, just... Yeah, I, I just don't know what to say. Like we keep saying, we just come on here every week and, you know, sound like a broken record. Um, but, like... For me, what is annoying me as well is just as being told, you're going to have next year. You're not going to get sacked. You know, you're going to have next year. These next six games, right? These are the games where Justin really should be stamping his authority and making a case for next year. You know, I can't explain it. Like, you've got to try something like we say you've got to try stuff to do and like I look yeah. back to 2020 the last five games 2020 we won five games in a row because we had good defense a great attitude and our attack was fluent and with these last six games after you know include around 20 these are the games where like I said because he's been told you're going to be here next year this is where he needs to start being the coach and start telling them, if you want to be playing next year, I don't care what we are on the ladder, you turn up this week, you turn up the other week, you turn up for the rest of the year, and show to me that you deserve to be in a spot next year. Like, that's what he should be doing. That's what he should be focusing on. You know? And like, you've yeah. got to have Kieran, yeah. Kieran Foray come to the club. If Kieran, if Kieran were to come to the club, if I had this attitude of like that, you know, you've got to play every week and it's legitimate. He will thrive. He's going to thrive off that a lot more. But if he's coming to the attitude now, bro is going to have to act like a coach on the field half the time, I think. Like, it's just ridiculous, honestly. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, exactly right. It, 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 these last however many rounds we got, he needs to he needs to be trying stuff. Um, bringing guys in like Tom Pereira and and, um, and just trying to see, like giving as many young guys a shot and seeing who's going to have who's got it, who doesn't, and yeah. also just trying some combinations. Like I think Phil Asami and Jojo Fafita have, have been great. I think they're going to work really well, and I I hope they stick together for a long time. What the fuck are we doing running Patrick Herbert and fucking Brian Kelly out week in, week out and Corey Thompson? Like, this is just ridiculous. Patrick Herbert, Uh, he's a nonce. He's fucking terrible. And I was a big Patty Herbert fan. I was backing him all year and I've just had enough. Yeah. Corey's gone. I just, Marju's the man. We need to get him game time so he can learn how to fucking defend. And get to get his combos, and we need to find a center to work inside him. How is he the one that got the axe? It, it just blows your mind every time. Yeah. Every time someone needs to fall on the sword, it's Marju when he's running for fucking two hundred and eighty meters a week, and yep. and and knocking over fucking thirty people to score a try. But not because he let one in because fucking Patrick Herbert was four hundred meters inside. Yep. Like, Literally, literally, Patrick Herbert probably has cost Marju his job. Like, it's Paddy Herbert rushing in that's, you know, forced Marju to rush in most of the time. Like, it, it's crazy that, yeah, the wingers cop the brunt of it. And now Paddy Herbert's found himself on the wing. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. Like, it's just sort of two steps forward with Aaron Clark at lock and Aaron Booth at hooker. And then, it has like three steps back, just getting rid of Marju. It just doesn't make sense. Like he 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 made two hundred to three hundred meters every week, you know, five ten meter tackle bus, um, post contact meters. He he would be up there, I would imagine, for our leading try scorer. I don't don't know who it is this year to tell you the truth, but I would dare say he's up there, at least in the top three. What what more does he have to do? I, I just yeah. I don't don't understand, and I can't imagine it's a poor attitude to training. Yeah, you know, considering the blokes just bulk as fuck. Like he's yes. clearly dedicated. He's he's not slobby or overweight. Or it's it's uh, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know who think he's gonna suck, but I'll suck it for you, Greggy. <laughs> I'll get <laughs> you back not- in there, bud. We'll, we'll we'll get yeah. <laughs> got to do what you got to do for the team. That's it, mate. That's just, I'm committed. Yep. Yep. But, oh, fuck. Like, Ado, just the crowd, just Addo Carr and Burton were just tearing us to shreds and it oh, just sucks. Oh, I mean, yeah, because they, like, also the easiest game plan was just, like, send Burdo. With a with a two on two with to fucking Herbert and Corey Thompson and it's just try time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, what's that? Uh, that was two, four, five of the six tries were scored on our Patty Herbert yeah. and but, um, Corey Thompson edge. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, let's play fucking Patrick Herbert. We that'll solve everything. That'll solve it, and let's you know, God love Brian Kelly at times, but. Brian Kelly, not known for his defence and is known for his rushing in, um, sort of jamming in off the wing or centre. Like, having those two together, my God, that's 
We'll get to it in the preview, but oh, geez, that's that's slightly concerning. I think uh, having them two paired on that right side. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if only. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I was, I was listening to it. It just sounded like the doggies were getting, like, yeah, so much favourable calls, rubber the green, and yeah, I don't know. That's just. What do you say, man? Like, we've won three games. Yeah. Oh, that's depressing. And, you know, we would be outright last on the table if that if that Tigers debacle didn't happen. Like, yeah. uh, I just, you know, we've got, got some games like Knights and Warriors to end the year, but... Uh, and Melbourne. Yeah, and Melbourne. Um, yeah. Who, who do we beat at the moment? Like, it's just... Well, I think Melbourne's like the. To be honest, Melbourne's the only team that I'm. I'm sort of look circling in the calendar because they're looking pretty fucking average at the moment. They are, which is very un Melbourne like. Yeah, I, I always get scared about Melbourne. It just oh. takes us to fuck to fuck over once and the game's done. Like, yeah. also don't put it out of the um out of the equation that. We play the storm back into form and they go on to win the comp too. <laughs> if there's anyone that's gonna do it, putting putting 40 on a Titan side, that might get their confidence back. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's um I, I really, as you said, Matt, I really thought, and I think all three of us boys, we circled on the calendar. This is the one, the wooden spoon battle. Let's let's circle it and let's Whoever wins, you know, will sort of avoid the spoon. Well, geez, the, the scoreline doesn't really represent how disappointing we were. And, you know, that little comeback at the end, I mean, made it look better than it was. We well and truly were never in this really after, you know, the sort of that Addo car intercept try. And, yeah, it just, it, the scoreline was still close by that point, but, I just knew that, you know, we just seemed just completely lacking any sort of energy or intent. It was like the crowd was just getting them home and, yeah, we just we just looked like we didn't want to be there. Yeah. No, it's just... Just add it to the list of fucking dire performances this year. I just don't know how it turns it around, man. Like, well... Yeah, it's gonna take some fucking magic on the off season, that's for sure. Yep, let's hope Kieran Foran has a fucking magic, magic dust from Manly or something, or he he steals. He brings up, the, he brings up fucking fifty liters of calves blood for him all, for them all. Yeah, <laughs> restock the bloke. But yeah, hopefully he can bring maybe Tommy Turbo's top half of his body. And just, just, yeah, just sort of, I don't know, who are we going to sacrifice, get rid of? We'll just attach Tommy's top half. So. So I count uh, Proctor up. Yeah, Proctor. That can be uh, his. We'll put, we'll, put, like, we'll, just, we'll just morph Tommy and JC. Yes. What a player that would be. Yeah, let's do it, Frankenstein it. Yeah. But, yep, to sum up, bullshit. Yeah, just we suck. Just fucking kill me now. Yeah, yeah. 
Agreed. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. All right. Preview this Sunday. The return of our Lord and Saviour, Jamal Fogarty, round, tw- round 20, 3 p.m. at Seabus Super Stadium. Gold Coast Titans take on the Canberra Raiders. Titans have made a few changes, um, especially to the back line in the front row. Brimo, Jojo, Phil, Sammy, Brian Kelly, and Patrick Herbert. That right edge is looking absolutely lethal. Um, Tanner Boyd and Toby in the halves. Mo, Aaron Booth, and Tino in the front row with um, David Feeder, Bo Firma, and Aaron Clark at the back. The interchange bench is JC, Herman, SASA, Isaac Liu, and Jamie Dolloff. As I said, this is uh, the return of uh, Jamal Fogarty after he sensationally walked out and quit on the Titans and left us in dire straits. And to be honest, if they don't break his legs, I'll be severely disappointed. That's right. He's going to show us a proper masterclass of um, to show why he's a top yeah. 15 halfback in the NRL. So Absolute masterclass of midfield bombs, yep. uh, defensive misreads, and unclutched performances. Yeah, you definitely – you would not know where he played last season considering his lack of creativity and uh, – <laughs> general just knowing how to lose and make shitty defensive decisions you wouldn't know where he's come from so um yeah it's uh <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see all the media hot takes after you know if the raiders do happen to beat us um it's going to be interesting to see even if jamal fogarty has 50 kick meters zero try assists 10 missed tackles it'll still be why did they let him go um, that'll well, apparently, fucking Clarky has posted that Justin Holbrook has conceded he made the wrong decision in releasing Jamal Fogarty this year. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't know why he admitted that when it, I mean, it's, 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 it's Clarky, yeah. So, I'll take it with all the grains of salt, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely ridiculous. And yeah, no matter what, I'm sure it's going to be etched into CBUS until the end of time that why did they let Jamal go? That just um, seems to be the easy way out for journalists who don't probably watch Titans games or Raiders games. So, um, but yeah, no. I'm looking, forward to, I'm looking forward to the base fans, the Titans fans down there at the front row on the 40 meter line that'll, that'll clearly, clearly see. That uh, Titans have made the wrong decision. And... Yeah. Oh, we miss you, Jamal. Please come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll be begging. Um, they'll probably have signs all made up and everything. I'm not too sure, but. Yeah. Oh. There'll be at least two. I know there'll be at least two there trying to hug his nuts anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Try and get him over there for a photo. Yeah. Uh, which he'll, he'll no doubt appreciate, I'm sure. Um, but, yeah, as you said, right edge to sum up, you know, the right edge. Oh, God help us. Um, I think, is it Nick? I think Kotrick's that side and Tomoko, so. Uh, yeah. Tomoko tore us apart that, that round three or whatever it was too, didn't he? Yeah. Yep, he did. I think he scored. I think it might have been him that scored that that try just before half time, and. Yeah. Yeah, he just. He couldn't 
couldn't touch him. He had spiders on him the second half. So um, Tomoko may well do an Edric Lee against us and break a club record or something like that. Hopefully not, but that's that's sure the way it's looking on paper. Um, but yeah, no, the the forward forward battles, you know. If you're a neutral fan, you're probably pretty excited, like Mo and Tino against Papali'i and Tarpani and Fafida and Fermore against Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead and then sort of Aaron Clark and Aaron, um, Adam Elliott going at it. It's um, pretty juicy forward battle, but, um, yeah, I uh, have a feeling it'll be, yeah, pretty even through the middle, but once again, our, our backs and our overall creativity especially in that number six spot might might come back to hurt us yeah look i just i i just want to see some improvement from from guys like um like i I want to see bowie firmer just get back on back into the form we know he can be like he's been pretty guy the last few weeks and um, I just want to see him get a few good solid runs and, and just hit the line because he, he's because they've moved him to the right side now, haven't they? To, yeah. to, to accommodate for feeder. So I want to get him get it get him to get a bit more uh, combinations going with with Toby and um, I, I really I just hope fingers crossed. Please, please, please! I know he won't do it, but I just would like to see a little reshuffle and, and see. Um, JC start at, at fullback and, and AJ move into the halves with um, with Tanner. Tanner moves slotting back into the bench. I think that's just our best configuration regardless. And, yeah, I just, I'd, I'd like to see, um, yeah, I just, I just want to see some improvement. Like, show, like the forwards, just don't take no shit. Show a bit of heart. Get involved. Show show them that you fucking belong here. Show them that you've got some fucking fight, and just yeah, let it rip. Yeah, exactly right. You know, like like there, there could be a time in the universe that this game was genuinely one of the exciting games of the year with the forward pack battle, but it's just dread that as soon as Raiders get on top of us, it's just it goes downhill like oh man I can't I, I have no confidence coming into this week I, I genuinely don't and you know yeah I, I'm just saying like a broken record at this point but just again how, how does Patrick Herbert keep his spot yeah you know he got so exposed by last week and yet you know, he keeps his spot. And like like you said earlier in the um, episode, Matty, like you have Greg Marsdew, the big body winger, who would be brilliant for this game to help us out of trouble. But we're going for the incredible defensive liability if it doesn't make the meters. Like, make it make, it make sense, please. Like, uh, I don't know, just... I just don't really care at the moment. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty much it. I try to try to rationalise things onto my head. I'm just like, oh, why, why am I trying? Like, you know, it, it's just at that point where 
you know, you can hop on, hop on here to do this recording because you get to vent to, you know, two other Titans fans and, um, and yeah, it's just, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Shit, yeah. Shit players in the squad for Dr. Seth to be there and, you know, uh, I don't know. It just annoys you too, like the Broncos game with those, you know, Aaron Clark starting and JoJo and Boothie coming in. You thought, yeah, and we played quite good. And, yeah, even against a depleted Broncos side, like at least we were playing good footy and sort of staying in the game right until the death. And you thought, well, here we go. Like those changes we've been waiting for, that might have been the difference just to even jag us a couple of wins down the year. But, then to follow it up with that dogs game where, as I said, the scoreline was pretty flattering compared to the actual game itself. Like it just completely deflated everything again. And every, every bit of sort of confidence of, yeah, ending the year with a, with a two, two or three more wins under the belt. It's just, yeah, it seems like it's back out to a pipe dream again, where after that Broncos game, you would have thought, you know, Wow, we might, you know, we might be on here, might end the year on a bit of a positive note, but doesn't seem like it's going to be. And I think we've got three home games left, including this one to end the year. So hopefully we can jag at least one of them. But yeah, I, I don't know if I'd be uh, gamble responsibly. I don't know if I'd be uh, putting money on this one in the Titans' favor, that's for sure. Sadly. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. You'd be, I'd be putting money on Jordan Rappenauer and 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 and, and um, Taco, isn't it? And hey, like, like, happy for it to be proven wrong. But yeah, we're going to get absolutely fucking. Yeah, yeah. You'd love, you'd love for him to stand up at home and. Yeah, and deliver if, that. If, but if, it's, if any game to stand up against, it's and if, if all the rumors are true that the, the, the Jamal Fogarty wasn't well liked in the in the playing group, if you're going to stand up for one game in the last five rounds, this is the one. Yeah, I want to see uh, Aaron Clark sit him on his ass. I I remember them two would always bicker last year. I think that dogs game last year, they sort of had actually a, a public argument on the field. Like, yeah, I remember ho- that. Hopefully, hopefully, Aaron aims up this week and and sits him down. But, um, yeah, that Canberra, they they've been playing a lot better lately, and yeah, you look at like Whiten, Papali'i, uh, even Savage has a has his moments, but. Yeah, this is one of those games where he could he could open us up and and sort of make make a bigger name for himself. But uh, I don't know. Like you said, it's uh, at the moment without sounding too depressing. It's just like yeah, you, you're not not excited to turn on that TV or or go to the game every week. No, but it's just a terrible product they're putting on the field. Absolutely, should be should be a lot better with her, you know our team list. Yeah, I think a couple more changes obviously are needed, but yeah, just at the moment as we touched on earlier, it just seems like 
our, our defensive system is in complete failure. And um, I found it funny. I was just looking at the stats. We actually average more meters than Canberra this year in every game, but I'll, uh, I'll be back in the Raiders to make 80, 80 or 95 meters every set and uh, getting sort of getting a free range at the tribe, you know, nine sets out of 10. Like it's uh, yeah. I found that stat interesting, but yeah, I definitely don't think it'll be uh, mean for much on, on Saturday afternoon. Titans 13 plus. <laughs> I've been missing that. <laughs> Gamble responsibly, as I said. So did, I, did I say 13 plus? I mean plus 13. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Just, oh, let's just get it over and done with. Yeah, let's fucking finish this year and we can all just go to bed. Okay, Anthony, do we have any Twitter questions? Yes, we do. Yep, yep. Uh, thankfully, uh, really, people are still listening. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was looking pretty empty about an hour after I posted it. I, I thought everyone might have been well and truly sort of had the, had the boots hung up for the year. But no, uh, very loyal listeners in the Twitter community alike have, uh, have uh, yeah, stuck solid with us and. Um, they must have missed us, I guess, over the last three weeks. Well, they're only human. <laughs> That's right. Who can resist? So, uh, yeah, no, we'll uh, start with um, uh, a good old Sharkies fan, one of the one of the well-known well, assholes. Yeah, you go. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Sharkies, but uh, Southo Dan at Southo Dan. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, this will always be good. Uh, genuine question. Why do you guys suck so much? You're killing my preseason predictions. And he went on to clarify that he meant, why does the team suck so much, not us three blokes? <laughs> Thanks for the clarification, Southern. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's pretty clear that we've been um, held back by by the cloud of smoke that is Kevin Brocker. Um <laughs> cloud of smoke. Now that now that the smoke is cleared, um, the boys can have some vision and some clear lungs, and I fully expect us to go home uh, to to go on to undefeated for the rest of the year and and um, sneak into the finals somehow. I like it. <laughs> I'll back it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think. Yeah, I think we've. Uh... We've covered as much as we can why we suck so much, but I, I still think it's unknown really for us. Um, well, I mean, it's clear why we suck so much is because we score less and concede more when clearly we should be conceding less and scoring more. See, this is the sort of insight you get on, on the Gold Coast Titans uh, I mean, on podcast. Right. No, I mean, this like we, we brought this up weeks ago and yeah like it's just i don't know why they're not coaching this concede less score more that's fucking no-brainer yeah i think you'll win win a lot of games if you do that that's right i think i was the one that brought it up i sort of just it just sort of come to the head uh yeah i I don't know if i'd sort of gotten inspiration from somewhere about it but it's revolutionary uh, 
<laughs> That's right. Um, phone still hasn't rung any NRL clubs, but um, who knows? I might get a job at the Dolphins. They were after a, a Bundaberg um, sort of official. So, Well, they need a decent coach. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I don't even know who's coaching the Dolphins next year, to tell you the truth. Um, bit of a no-namer. So. I'll tell you what, mate. If you, if you took the Dolphins coach, you'd have just as much experience of building a fucking team with out an unlimited salary cap yeah. as fucking like the bloke that's in charge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely not life experience, but um, he's got me well covered in that area. But, yeah, it's uh, – yeah. We we suck. That's that's pretty much the answer to that question. Roundabout. Um, I, I, I think if they, if they work on that in preseason, like if they work on conceding less and scoring more in preseason, they they should win. Like if you if that's your tactic and you you execute it, you, you you're on pace to win at least at least ten games. At least I reckon you'd go undefeated the whole year. I know it's crazy, but I reckon you would. I reckon you'd go close. So it'd be good. It'd be pretty uh, close. Listen out, Justin Holbrook. Uh, next question uh, at Jesus Mid. Uh, fuck Mary Kill. Phil Sami, Jojo Fafita, Greg Marju. Oh, man. And- oh, well, I feel Marju would end up fucking me. So. <laughs> uh, and you'll so, fucking love it too. Good call. <laughs> so I think I'll go with Jojo Fuck. Barry Phil Sami and Kill Mars before it gets a chance. Good call. I mean I mean, come on. Look at those carbs. How can you say no? Like, I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, like, fucking, come on, Bobby, come here, come to daddy. Um, like, it's, <laughs> it's really, it's, it's really who am I killing? Like, because I mean, I'm taking, I'm taking Greg to fucking Pound Town. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's who, who am I, who do I want to kill out of Sami and Jojo? And, and I don't want to kill it. Like, can, can I just, can I just have an abusive relationship with both of them? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just keep them all <laughs> we'll just be toxic I'll just be toxic with the two of them and it'll just be like a like a, a quadrangle me, Greg, Sami, Jojo it'll just be fucking it'll just be a mess a great mess everyone's happy <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll go yeah I'll go fuck Greggy um, marry Phil and kill Jojo he's just He's just a bit inexperienced, you know. I think I, I think I need a bit of experience to lead lead me there, you know what I mean? So, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll uh, yeah, I'll give give JoJo a couple of years to get some uh, get some experience under the belt. But uh, I just, just like to apologise to the Manly Seven if you're listening to that too. No, no need to offend you. No, definitely not. No, no definitely absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, all right, what do we got here? Uh, good mate, Warriors at Warriors underscore NRL, Warriors NRL fanatics, absolute legend. Keep doing what you're doing, mate. Um, he says, Who, uh, not non Titans related, obviously, I think we'll get from this, uh, and probably non Warriors related as well, unfortunately. 
Uh, who are you guys picking to feature in this year's grand final? That's a good one, actually. Probably, probably an easier question. You know, most people would have gone Melbourne and Penrith for like the last 15 weeks, but uh, yeah. yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, it's who's playing the Panthers, boys. Yeah. It's definitely like if the Panthers don't make the grand final, it's an obvious bust of a year. Um, I, yeah. I think it's going to be out of someone like the Sharks and the Cowboys. I think those two teams are the teams that can put together a, a solid four weeks of, of finals footy and, and, and make it to the finals. So why, they're going to clash somewhere in, in the middle rounds of the finals. And whoever wins out of those two will, will be playing Penrith in the grand final. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really. Like, when you look at the ladder, like, yeah, you can't really confidently say anyone's going to beat Panthers. Like, you know, like you've, you've seen games this year where they've been tested, but they've still come out on top and... Um, I, I I really don't know who to pick because, um, like you said, Anthony, like you would have thought Melbourne were going to be there, but they've sort of fallen off, and I, and that's mainly due to injuries. Like it's it's you know it's been a tough year for Melbourne in that regards, but um, Cowboys, you know, you don't know if their form is. A bit like, I don't know how to explain it. it. Like, how legit is their form being? Yeah, like, is it like a sustainable sort of style or is it going to sort of drop off the weeks as the weeks keep going on? Uh, Sharks, already interesting one. Um, it's just the halves that really concern me. Yeah, Moylan. Moylan's had a decent year, Hines had a decent year, but I don't know if either of them two could lead or played the Sharks to the Premiership at the moment. Um, and then obviously you've got Brisbane. Um, if Brisbane make the grand final, oh. I think, yeah, which I hate to think of, but honestly, uh, for me, it's it's either going to be one of the other two Queensland sides, Cowboys or Brisbane. I, I think they're going to be the guys to clash it out with the Panthers. I think Brisbane's biggest case is that they've got Adam Reynolds. Um, and then Cowboys, obviously, like, like I said, if their form continues and they play like that throughout the finals, definitely. Um, but a lot of it relies on the halves and just a spine in general, really. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've waffled on too long. But, so, yeah. Yeah, I'll um, definitely Penrith. And, and honestly, oh, it's hard to call because it happens so often in rugby league. You, you think it's a definite and then something will happen. But, honestly, I think Penrith and whoever else is just making up the numbers – um, it it'd take an absolute choke job for the ages for Penrith to to throw this one like 
um, at least the last time when they sort of in 2020, when you thought it was definite, yeah, the storm had Cam Smith and they were sort of neck and neck around all year. Like this year is there's a definite, well, I mean, there's a four win space between first and second. Um, Gun to my head. Yeah. I definitely think it's between the sharks and the Broncos for me. I, lo- I like the Cowboys, but they're, they're, it'll be interesting to see, but their form the last couple of weeks has really worried me. Um, and even sort of before that, I think they just scraped home against Brisbane and uh, they won that on the buzzer against Manly where they were, you know, sort of a big comeback at the end. But I, I think the Sharks, I, I don't know how – I've said all year that – I thought their spine was going to struggle, but they, they've surprised me. So, and Brisbane, well, I hate to admit it, and I hope hope this part gets cut from the the podcast. But I think they have the most strike potential compared to Cronulla and and uh, North Queensland. Like you know, you got Mam and Reynolds in the halves, and Hassel come back, and yeah, Carrigan's playing out of his skin, and. Uh, Cobo and it, like they've got they've got the strike to worry other teams I think on their day so gun to my head now I'll go Penrith and Brisbane grand final oh my god I hate that I absolutely hate it and I cannot believe we're back to being the worst Queensland team but fuck how's it happened so quickly all we can hope is we have that that quick of a turnaround that's for sure yeah Jared Forrest, B.O. Adam Reynolds, hopefully. That's right. Or our Chad Townsend. <laughs> uh, no. All right. We'll, we'll move on from that disgusting Brisbane talk. Um, uh, got in late, Braden J. Brady. He got in late with a question. Um, he said, can you boys discuss the merits of trying A.J. Brimson at centre this year, especially with foreign coming next year? Yeah, I'm a big yes to that. I think AJ, for me, AJ is at the point at his career where they need to choose a position for him and stick with it. I think now that we've got foreign coming for two years, we've got Jaden Campbell. AJ at centre for me works. Um, he's, I think defensively, he's sound enough to start the year off at centre. Um He's a strong runner of the ball. He has a bit of a passing game. He has a bit of a little kicking game. Uh, you partner him up next to Greg Marju, I think it'll work. Um, I, I'm just, I'm a big yes man on AJ to the centers. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I, I think AJ moving forward next year, he will be playing center. Uh, I think that's the only way they can fit. AJ, JC, and Kieran Foran and, and um, Tobes on the field at the same time. My only issue with playing AJ at centre this year to give him some some time there is either one, like, well, it's really the only Who are you playing at 5'8"? And Tanner Boyd has obviously shown he's not up to it. Um, Turner's shown he's not up to it. So who are we playing at 5'8 if we're playing AJ at centre? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a great point because I definitely 
which again, we, we, we say, I, I don't know how it's all going to work because I can't even see Foran and Sexton being a good combination. Like Manly works so well because, you know, I, I love Toby, but he's totally different to Daily Cherry Evans, obviously. Like DCE, he's a, you know, he has that bit of flash about him. He has that spark and that running game and, yeah, obviously being one of the premier halfbacks in the comp, like it's totally different to where, you know, I, I just don't know if Foran and Sexton would would gel that well. So uh, I don't know. I, I, strangely enough, I felt more confident coming into this preseason. I thought AJ and Toby were going to be a, a fantastic combo and, um, even though we're bringing in someone like Foran's calibre, that's that's sort of my yeah my worry is I don't know how well they'll combine. And then, as you said, AJ at centre, it's not a bad idea. Like obviously, it's it's that sort of route has worked for Holmes at the Cowboys. You know, he sort of was at fullback and on the wing, and now he's a, he's found a home well and truly at centre. So it, it's it's a chance it could work. It just yeah, it's, it's never a definite and, you know, it just seems like his best position's fullback, his second best position's 5'8", and his third position's centre. Uh, you know, we just... He's... I think he's too valuable to the side to just be a Mr. Mr. Fix-It or just plug him in any old hole. Like, that's my only concern with it. And um, I think... I'm still, I still believe he's he's got a five eight in there somewhere, but I, I understand it's it's probably not going to end up like that way. So, uh, wouldn't surprise me. Hopefully, it doesn't piss AJ off if he does get moved to center. That's his third position in three years, but yeah, uh, he seems like the guy who'd do whatever it takes uh, for the team, and I'll trust him in uh yeah whatever whatever jersey he's wearing I'm trusting AJ Brimson. Yep. Yeah. Well funnily enough on AJ they did an article about about an hour ago. Uh, and it says Brimson happy to be the ultimate team man for Holbrook. <laughs> um AJ Brimson is confident his best position for the Gold Coast Titans is where Justin Holbrook wants him to play. So I think you know I think AJ's the sort of guy that as long as as long as he's out on the field and can play football, I think you can chuck him anywhere and he'll give you the same effort as he would in fullback. Like that's that's just the way I see AJ and um hopefully that'll start to rub off on a couple of other guys. But um but yeah, I definitely See AJ being an option as centre, and didn't didn't he play centre last year for Queensland? It did all right. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, I mean, like that's that, and yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a it's a good headache to have, but at the same time, it's like okay, you've got to figure out where he where he's going to play. Otherwise, he's going to end up just a better version of Tyrone Peachy, essentially. You know, where he just can't land that spot and gets chucked around a fucking place. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think AJ at center would work. And yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, like 100%. I think it's going to work. And I think that's going to be the plan moving forward next year. But uh, just going back to Clayton's question, I, I like, I'd like to give him some time in centre this year. I just don't know who you're going to throw in. Like, yeah. Either you, either you run a Tanner Boyd in the centre, in, in 5 8, who's just bog average, or yeah. like Paul Turner, or we've got, I don't know. A top waiver. Well, mate, like, Give him a go. Yeah, fuck it. We're not in the finals, so yeah, give him give him some game time. Let him go. Let him rip. Who knows? Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to see him out on the right. Like I'd like to see Toby, AJ, and and Marju on the right hand side. Like with with um, Bowie Furman, I think that'd be a great right edge. But anyway, on paper, definitely. Yeah, no, on paper definitely sounds good. So, oh, we'll see. We'll see what the club does. Hopefully, they get it right this year uh, for next year. And yeah, fingers crossed. We'll put our faith in them. But um, quickly, uh, haven't got too much long longer left on the stream. But we'll end with a, a quick one. Colt Sando seventy eight, our good mate. Uh, can you guys please spare a minute to pay tribute to the great Kevin Kevin Proctor? Have a good one, lads. Is there uh, any Kevin Proctor memories you guys want to share? Um, <laughs> who, who wants to play the cricket sound? <laughs> it's uh, all the way uh, back yeah. to 2017. Bye, is... Kevin. Thank you for vaping in the toilet. We'll never forget. <laughs> Thank you for all of the memories since 2017. Um, obviously, we can't remember. There's, there's just clearly too many to name. That must be the problem. So um, to one of the defensive stalwarts and Mr. 20 metres a game, we uh, really respect you, mate. Well done. Yeah. Nice one, champ. Well done. Hopefully you... Uh, Celebrate with some white powder and some. Uh, hopefully, you end up with your own sort of vape. Maybe you can get his own vape sort of sponsorship out of this. With a voice like that, I'm not surprised he vapes. To be honest, I'm surprised it's not worse. To be honest, I don't know what else. It, it's what it what we don't know that he uses, or allegedly, of course. But um, yeah, with a voice like that, it's what we don't know that might be might be the telling thing. Yeah. But um, yeah. Hopefully that's a good. Hopefully that tribute um pays respect to the great man and what he deserves. I think I think that was fitting for the service that Kevin Popper gave us. Yeah, yeah. Little fucking effort thrown together, <laughs> full of bullshit. That pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Thanks, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that that's all for the questions this week. Thank you, everyone, for uh sticking with us and. Yeah, as always, send them in every Wednesday. Yeah. All right. Um, I thought I'd just, I just, we, we weren't really going to do this as a segment. We weren't going to touch on anything, but we just want to support. Um, obviously, everyone knows about the shit that's going on with um, Manly Jersey and, and, and the guys um, not ref- refusing to play. I'm not going to do it, make a big thing about it, but just we, everyone, 
in the community has our support. Um, everyone's included. Like we, everyone's included. Everyone has the right to uh, to enjoy our game and to live life um, to the fullest and be happy in who you are. And and we support everyone and in anyone um, in their life choices. And and you're all welcome uh, in our community. Each of their own. Um, I thought the jerseys just absolutely fucking fire, regardless of the message it, it, it promoted, and, and the message only just made it more um, more attractive. And and uh, well done, Manly, for for trying this. I think it could have been done a lot better in in the long run. Um, it's turned out to be just an epic fucking disaster for many different reasons, and it's a shame. And I feel embarrassed as a, as a rugby league supporter for all the shit that's come out. And um, yeah, like. We just need to be better as, as people and as a community and as a society in, when it comes to this and just let people live their lives. And on saying that, um, that's going to be it for episode 20. Thank you very much for, for listening in. Um, don't forget, you can interact with us at Bad Life Titans, uh, myself at Hammers, H4MMERZ, at Tommy uh, at Jet Zero, uh, Jet. So underscore 10 and uh, Anthony at uh, GC underscore Anthony. Don't forget our good friend at the biggest tiger and the sports best friends podcast net- podcast network. Thank you very much for listening in and we will talk to you next week. See you later boys. Thanks very much, everyone. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people. Mm